the uh, the Harley Quinn show is amazing. Um, Doom Patrol is amazing. Yeah, these like, are things I'm... that now, now that I have access to the to the HBO Max, I'm thinking I might actually watch Doom Patrol, which is maybe even Titans. Haven't decided. I'm gonna get around to Titans. Uh, before I do that, I'm I'm working on Babylon Five right now because it's been mm. one of those that I've always wanted to check out. I love J. Michael Straczynski. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah. That's so classic. But uh, no, like um, Titans is uh, Titans is exhausting. It's not bad. It's actually rather entertaining to uh, to turn on the TV and see Hawk and Dove in full kit being hawk and dove and it's trying to take itself just like so so deadly seriously um yeah i i'd say watch titans but it is exhausting i i definitely take frequent breaks and hydrate yes i'm gonna re-watch seasons one of one and two of young justice and then watch season three for the first time before i even touch titans because i just like, I, I ricocheted like straight from Teen Titans Go to Titans, and that shit gives you whiplash. That is breakneck, I imagine. Yeah. Like, just like Robin doing the booty scooty to fuck <laughs> Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Robin, you need to, you need to dial it back a little bit. You need to. Actually, it makes it super entertaining because every time uh, uh, they try to make Robin like angsty or self-important or anything on uh, Titans, you just think of like, oh well, th- this is the other side. Like he's he's bipolar, and half the time he's like this, and the other half of the time, booty scoot. <laughs> well, oh, and no, you know that would be the worst. Like if that were an actual person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, God. exhausting. I think I've been that friend. <laughs> oh, Can confirm. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, yeah. I don't know. I I will. Uh, I will see. That's just like I saw the first trailer for Titans, and I'm just like, oh, that's not for me. Like. I'll watch it at some point because I've been a Teen Titans fan for a long time. But, you know, when when I look at that, I'm just like, oh, okay. This is for someone I no longer am. Like, the first, you... the trailer for the first season very much said that to me. Yeah. That I was like, I don't, I don't need this. I, I'm not invested in any form of titans right go not go this whatever the comics i'm not invested in any of it and uh, i saw that trailer and was like well cool i don't have to worry about that and then the subsequent like season trailers that i just watched because i had nothing else to watch like youtube was exhausted would make me go well it seems like they've kind of turned that around but I don't know. I just, if, if you had asked me when I was like 16, if I wanted a Robin that was just like, fuck, I'd have been like, 
yeah, obviously that sounds amazing. But now I'm just, I'm like, I'm nearly 40 and like, I, I need something more than that. And the trailer wasn't indicating um, much else. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the trailer was indicating like, hey, they're all here and it's it's fine. But like, it, as far as the actual substance of the show, the only hint I got was, fuck Batman. And I'm just like, oh, that's that's yeah. adorable. And they, they really need to run with some of their more interesting aspects. Like, this is a show where you get to see, um, uh, uh, oh my god, I've completely spaced on his name. Uh, what was the second Robin? Jason Todd. I hate him. Anyway, this is a show where you get to see a young Jason Todd get pummeled repeatedly, and he just becomes more of an asshole every time. It, it's, it's majestic. This is a show where, as I said before, Hawk and Dove in their full glory. But, but the, its true crowning achievement uh, is a, a couple of episodes where uh, Robin hallucinates Batman. And so you, you get this like kind of made-for-TV Batman, but at the same time, you get Jorah Mormont playing Bruce Wayne okay. doing the bat, uh, doing the bat uh, 2C. Okay. And it is worth it just for that moment. Well, now I might actually watch it. It's moved up <laughs> in the viewing order now. Yeah, and, and then, of course, you, you spend the entire time just trying to picture Jorah Mormont in a bat costume. And, it man, he's got a weak chin. Oh, I buy it. I buy it. Still, I've got a lot of Babylon 5 to get through. Holy fuck. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm more on board now than I was originally. Originally, it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, like, some shit's go on, gone down that I'm like, holy fuck, man. Well, and like, I mean, I, I completely agree with you in a, uh, I'm nearing 40 and I don't want to do... I'm tired all the time. Yeah. I'm so tired. And I don't have kids. I just look at Twitter and become tired. And, mm -hmm. uh... It'll do that. Yeah. And all I want to do, like... That's why when, you know, people... Folks younger than me that are like, This isn't the way Batman... Or, you know, whatever comic book scary. It needs to be grittier. And I'm like, no, no. I don't want grittier. I want dumb fun. Please, if I want to work really hard and feel really bad, I don't want to watch a comic book movie. I just want to... I, I will watch Wedding Story... Or Marriage Story or whatever that movie was from two years ago. And I, 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 I don't need to feel bad while I watch comic book shit. Well, and, and plus, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I... I have overcorrected in recent years um, in my in my estimation of Batman where I've gone from like, yeah, cool, Batman, all right, you know, there's mm -hmm. some stuff I like to fuck Batman. Uh, and part of that is um, the fact that people shit on Superman in favor of Batman, which pisses me off and makes me go even further down the it's it's kind of you know the whole thing about like you called me a nazi so now i might as well be a nazi <laughs> it's like that but for batman and uh it's 
but also it's just like I've gotten so fed up with the whole like Batman can beat anybody and it's like no he can't he's a dude he's a really effective dude who know who knows a lot but he's still just a dude um and everybody's just like no if he had enough if he had enough prep time he could time. he could defeat god and fuck i'm just I like fuck time. you fuck you and i'm like you know and i'm sorry it's just he's 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 a billionaire who got so nope. sad over his dead parents he dressed up like a flying rat like yeah i yeah. can't take i can't take you seriously it's it really though. It's the same thing as why people crawl up uh, Elon Musk's, uh, Musk's ass. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the exact same thing. Oh, they're rich and oddly charismatic or slash weird. Uh, and <laughs> they're they're doing things that I wish I could do if I had more money than the legal system. Yeah. And yeah. like. It, it it's I think it's a really bad sign about uh, society that people are like, no, Batman's the best because it's like, so you think that ultimately someone who's super rich should have the power to do whatever they want. Well, and, but I, also, and I feel only, like, sorry, d not only do whatever they want, but should develop technologies that could be better spent on something else to do this instead yeah. of, and we're getting, I was... Before we started recording, I was looking at Twitter and becoming tired um, and uh, getting mad at Elon specifically right now. Uh, and be, doing the, well, thinking about the tweet that's like, if we eat just one of them, they'll fall into line. And if we eat just one billionaire, they'll fall into line, believe me. Oh, yeah. Um, and... Batman could... JR and I have definitely talked about this before, and I think maybe we've even talked about it with you, Mickey, is if, if he took 10 minutes and spent uh, $100 million, he could house the entirety of Gotham. And, yeah. like... That's that would be better for his ultimate war against crime than any of the Batmaning that he's done. Well, I mean, you know, and that's the fundamental problem, isn't it? Yeah. But I think what's amazing to me is um, Nightwing. Nightwing has the same tragic backstory as Batman. Mm hmm. But is so much more well adjusted and so much more fun to read because he's able to build actual relationships, uh, which Batman hasn't been able to do since Frank Miller uh, fucked him royally. Um, well, wait, no, I, I haven't read as much Batman as you, but it, to me, this is a this is a group of men everyone who's held the Robin moniker who has extreme daddy issues. No, I mean, they, they, yes. But the, th the thing about it is like, it was always really interesting when we were working at the comic shop and uh, civil war was ongoing. Um, because, uh, 
you know, we were talking, uh, we would talk about like, well, if civil war was happening in D.C., where would people fall? And uh, I, I was firmly in the camp that uh, Batman would be pro-registration. Yeah. And Nightwing would be anti. Yeah, yeah. that seems right. Um, That's fair. And because Batman yeah. would believe, like, well, listen, if I build the system, it'll be flawless. And Nightwing yeah. would right. be like, yep. no, you're just another rich person who's going to take advantage of uh, uh, people who don't want to be tracked. Right. Yeah, and you know, Nightwing, like I said, Nightwing is not perfect. He's got enough he's got enough problems to make him interesting, but he's not he's not the mono monomaniacal weirdo that Bruce is. <laughs> well, um, and now that it, now that you say that, I am remembering that the reason he is Nightwing and not Robin anymore isn't just because he grew out of being robin because that's uninteresting it's it's because he was like yeah we're kind of on different paths now my dude and uh i don't really want to be on your path yeah yeah anyway all right we should talk about shang chi probably (laughs) um and now for something completely different yeah i mean we can just talk about batman for a while like how hard he sucks but you know i feel like we'd lose all three listeners if we Um, released an episode titled what if shang chi worked for fu manchu the the whole time but then spent 20 you know half an hour 45 minutes talking about robin i i actually think we we do we do okay I, I think yeah. If if we put in from this point on three minutes where we discuss how this comic book was racist and the actual Shang Chi eventually gets good, we could probably get decent hits. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well, let's see. Uh, yeah. So call us in. Uh, hello and welcome to this thing we've been doing called How Marvelous. I'm Max. I'm Mickey. And I'm JR. How's it going? It continues <laughs> to spin. Uh, so far, it's spinning, but it is also on fire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots, of lo- lots and lots of fires. And no end in sight. Hooray. Yay. Like, yeah. I'm sure cooler heads will prevail and eventually... Wait a minute. Never what? <laughs> How I'm fucking sure richer, naive are you? Yeah, I, I'm sure richer people will prevail. Yeah, no. I, uh, I, I have decided that as the climate situation worsens, I'm just going to have to keep moving north because, like, I, uh, you know, the Midwest is about as far south as I could be to begin with. Right. And as it just gets worse, it's just, I... I was outside today for a little while and I'm like, I can't breathe. This is, this air is too thick. <laughs> well, uh, date of recording is 8 9 21. I would not recommend going to North Dakota right now. Right. So. I mean, I wouldn't recommend going anywhere right now. Uh, Moving to North Dakota would be a bad idea. <laughs> 
Yeah. Or but, is, it yeah. South, is it South Dakota? It's one of the Dakotas. I don't know. Well, either Star- Dakota, really. Well, either one, but Sturgis is happening, and oh, you yes. know, you know they're gonna be strict. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, rule bikers, bikers, well known mm-hmm. for uh, for maintaining public uh, health, CDC guidelines. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Did you just tell me what to do? Well, I will acquiesce to your request. <laughs> I will acquiesce (coughs) to your completely reasonable request. Let me tell you something, boy. Um, No, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. So uh, what I'm hearing really... Are people from the Dakotas able to tell the difference? I mean, genuine question. Uh, Yeah, Um, one is always snowy and the other is always like desert badlands. Yeah. So, which one are wh- when you look outside? Do you see dust or snow? Like, Congratulations. Uh, the Canadian I, knows knows American geography better than we do. Gr Jr. I, also, G. No, look, that's just look in I, I, I recognize that I I know geography. Um, I know that North Dakota is north of South Dakota, like. Yeah, but, but like that's upper, orienteering. Upper Canada is uh. below Lower Canada, and the the uh, northern wait, yeah, the well, Upper Kingdom of Egypt is below the Lower right. Kingdom of Egypt. Right. Yeah, yeah. So but, therefore, but see, Alaska we don't is rules. Uh, no, we don't follow no, those rules. No, no, no. See, technically, Alaska is below Hawaii if you look at a switchback Mercator. Okay. Yeah. So you can't prove well, to me that the world soon, is not flat. As soon, <laughs> as soon as I Google what a switchback Mercator is, I will have a perfectly valid comeback to that. I, um, I would, I would not do that. Uh, uh, it, it, make sure that you write clean after it. There, it, it can go horrible if uh, you let Google really go after that term. you just described anything on google like yes you know the the thing the thing about it is once upon a time you you could you could like enter you had to be careful what you googled um because it was just like you know you look up something perfectly innocent but it's a euphemism for something horrible somewhere in the world and suddenly your Google image search is just nightmares. I, I uh, like how that but, I like how that shifts though. It's it's an interesting way of tracking uh, uh, reality. So like in the late '90s, the internet was mostly made for porn. Then right. uh, so like you you would put in something in, uh, innocent and get a horrible horrible response. And then from about 2001 until probably 2006, uh, you'd put something typically normal in and then the nsa would spy on you and uh, come to your house and then after that it went back to porn right yeah, yeah. so anyway I, what are I we here argue- to talk about <laughs> yeah what are we here to talk about what what if give me a give me a creative rundown on this this issue of what if so this time around we are talking about what if volume one number 16 uh, published in August of 1979, uh, which has a cover by Rick Hoberg. Um, 
and is written by Doug Mensch, penciled by Rick Hoberg, inked by Bill Raid and Dave Stevens, colored by Roger Slifer, lettered by Joe Rosen, and edited by Roy Thomas. Um, the, you know, the, this issue... What if we could condense the entire comic book into one issue that actually draws out the origin story so we don't have to tell either? Yeah, it's... I mean, yeah. It's it's what if we skipped all the good parts? I... The, th- the thing about it is, like, at this point in time, what if is solely a marketing exercise? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's similar to... Uh, Marvel team up and Marvel two in one in that it's just kind of like we might tell a good story we'll see how this goes but more importantly here's a character you may not know do you want to know more about them Um, and it's it's for sure also I was talking to someone about this last night it is for sure also a whatever happens our heroes are still heroes like by and large yeah that that's the story we're telling from their point of view yeah yeah Yeah. by and large if what happens in these is either the version of them that is doing evil will die Mm -hmm. or uh they will see the error of their ways and wind up becoming the character you know in some way shape or form and Um, and peter parker will always become spider-man yeah Yeah. peter parker will become spider-man and you know he may have a bit longer learning curve he may like fuck up because there's an issue uh a few issues from now where they do that and it's it's like he does the whole he does the all the power none of the responsibility shit but then in the end he's just like oh my god i've been so wrong you know and it's uh, it's kind of fascinating how much uh, this first run really adheres to that comic code authority like the old classic comic code authority where it's like mm-hmm. no no if if they if they commit a crime or a sin they have to be punished or they have to learn their lesson and accept their punishment. Like right. um, later versions, later, later volumes of, uh, of what if will have like Captain America becomes president. Oops. He also institutes concentration camps. Womp womp. And like, <laughs> there'll be no lesson there except like you saw it. Now you can't unsee it. This, however, is like, like classic 1950s. Like if only I hadn't, you know, yeah become evil i would have been good it, it's yeah. a, it's super fucking simple but it's yeah. it's like that base morality of the 50s yeah and so in the in this case what sets us off on the on the different path uh and i use the term loosely is that uh as in shang chi's first appearance He's sent by his father to kill Dr. Petri. Um, and uh, in this reality, or in the original reality, he is found mid-murder 
by Sir Dennis Nayland Smith, who says, your dad sucks, man. And uh, Shang-Chi's like, no, he doesn't. You would say that, you piece of shit. And Sir Dennis is like, nah, look at my legs, bro. And he's like, oh my God, those are fucking disgusting. And he's like, maybe my dad does suck. Here, uh, Smith misses him. Like, Shang-Chi is able to do the deed and escape before Smith even comes in the room. But he's still, like, not happy about it. And he's still just like, isn't this totally against everything you taught me? And And Fu Manchu is like, yeah, but, like, I also taught you, so maybe you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And like, like yeah, I, I, I wish that the, uh, most of these either don't commit or they commit way too hard. Yeah. Um, you either end up with, um, oh, Chang Chi arrived five minutes early or Reed Richards is now a brain in a jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God, I wish this committed to anything. I would have loved to have like, so they set up. Uh, and and uh, from what I understand, Shang Chi's a very naive character for a good deal of his history. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, yeah he, he really doesn't is. know shit. He, he doesn't, doesn't know shit about shit. He's... He doesn't understand anything about how the world works. He is literally up until the moment that he kills Petrie and removes himself from his father's control. He then is desperate for any kind of structure because that's all that he's ever known as a character at this point and immediately falls in with Nayland Smith who drags him into a bunch of cloak and dagger shit with uh, MI6 that he's like eventually kind of comes around to like this is overcomplicated bullshit what are you doing what Mm -hmm. are any of us doing and like that's a fairly big growth moment alone for him and he keeps trying to walk away from it and he doesn't work and it's it's okay it's so rushed in this when all they like like instead of rushing to get to the same status quo all they needed to do for this to become beautiful is to simply allow him to stay naive. He, he kills the guy, yeah. he goes home, and he goes, Father, I have killed him. And he goes, good job, son, here's an ice cream. Yeah. Let's talk about getting you some facial hair. And like yeah. from a I've read all the books standpoint, that would have been fucking wild. Yeah. Like, that would have been like, oh shit. He's, because he's a very dangerous person. And to have him attached to... Or he can be a very dangerous person and have him attached to someone who is extremely dangerous in, like, their manipulation and all of that. Like, to have him just come back and be like, okay, who's next? Would have been terrifying. Shang-Chi is basically, what if I grew a six-year-old, but they had guns guns for hands? Like, that's an incredibly dangerous... Yeah. combination like, of like naivete and like a uh, sheer destructive power I mean, and it's very, I'll, I'll, it's very I'll, much the uh the meme of what's the, or no the vine of what's that you got a knife no <laughs> all i can think of is what if ralph wiggum had the death touch yeah, yeah. i mean that's right? that's, that's basically fair i yeah. <laughs> Now I wanna now I wanna see uh 
a somebody somebody create a meme of Shang Chi that's just like, I saw Mr. Reston and Miss Wu in the closet making babies, and one of the babies looked at me. Uh, <laughs> but the the thing is, yeah, I mean it's and it's really frustrating how, as I keep saying, they they just keep uh reinforcing the status quo instead of really messing with it to amount to anything because this issue is basically at the end you're right where shang chi is after two years worth of issues yeah Um, Uh, this 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 comic is the equivalent of the uh i believe the robert frost uh, poem uh, the path uh uh, less taken or or whatever yeah Uh, yeah, and what people don't understand about that uh, uh, poem, it's not like, oh, forge your own path and uh, you'll, you never know where it'll go. It's no matter where, what, you're going to end up in the same fucking place and it doesn't matter. And this, this comic is that path, uh, less taken path because no matter what, you're still in the same fucking place. Well, I, I, think, I think what my, my favorite part about the thing that people always miss with that is the fact that it's about a guy who like is addressing or is attaching such significance to the path he's taken even though yeah he wound up at the same point but he's like the path i took made all the difference and it's just like why you say the, you saw the same fucking forest you stopped for <laughs> you stopped for a piss about the same point like and it's it's the path less taken not yeah. the path not taken like yeah. you didn't, you didn't forge your own path. You just yeah. took a, a slightly underused path. Good yeah, for you. you had you had to take a couple of more big jumps, and and maybe there's a couple of logs in the way and shit. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, and ultimately that's that's really all this is is just you know, Shang Chi in normal continuity took the path that kind of took him up a hill, and he had to do a little bit of climbing maybe, and like, you know. Stuff like that. Maybe there was a really aggressive badger on the way that he kind of had to uh, detour around and stuff like that. Whereas this took him right to where he was going anyway. Yeah, um, that's that's the thing that sucks is that this doesn't do anything. The, the cool thing about the book that we've we've been reading on our other podcast is that it's it's a slow it's a slower burn the stories are sometimes terrible um but the character itself is a slower burn to the point that i'm like by the time that he gets to where okay i'm gonna join you even though i don't know that i trust you it's just i'm so much more on his side than i am here that Mm -hmm. i'm it's just it's just so abrupt like mm-hmm. he goes through he goes through all of his character development i'm looking at the pages again he goes through all of the like i don't trust my father and he's bad but also the system in the west is bad while he's having a fight against everybody and it's I mean, yeah, yeah that's a little unearned yeah the 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 growth he goes through over the course of the actual series is like months 
of just his body being subjected to all this bullshit and all of these betrayals and Uh all of these experiences of like, oh my God, maybe I need to stop looking for father figures and all of this stuff. Whereas this issue, like you, if you read it and you like it, go read Shang-Chi. It's about as racist, but bear in mind that this issue is the same basic thing only over a long weekend. It's it's like, you know, Friday everything's fine and Monday he's just like I'm alone in the world and I have no one. And it's just like, fuck man, I just watched the Sopranos a little bit. Like you might as you're but also you're if you read this and skip Shang-Chi or skip Master of Kung Fu, uh, you're missing out on some like really awesome dudes pop out of the beach sand to try and kill him stuff. Uh, I, and... I can't wait for that because like so so this was my actual first introduction to Shang Chi outside of like seeing the trailer or a random comic in a in a bookstore. Yeah. Uh, and if 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 this had been the first comic like that I had ever really heard of him, I probably would have passed it off uh, and it would have ended up in a pile of like ROM and ElfQuest, like other shit from the 80s that I got for 50 cents. Yeah. Uh, but there, there is a spark here where you can see the potential and I'm interested, but holy shit, the amount of work it sounds like I have to put in to get to the point where it actually is worth it. Uh, yeah, what did I say? We'd read 25 or so issues? No, more than Dang. that. We're at 75, I think. Oh, fuck. And the last time like, we read, when we read, it was uh, 70 or so. There's this really quiet moment. The, there, a whole bunch of fucked up shit has just happened to him. Racism included. And he, he and Laco, the romantic interest, uh, take just one whole book to go to go to fighting class, and that's not the right word. I feel terrible for. They saying. go and spar in a dojo. Thank like, you. And they go to the spar in the dojo, and then they go class. to. A, I'm an idiot. I am an idiot. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> And then they go to a movie, and then they come home, and they talk, and they put together a puzzle. They go see they, Star Wars. And while they eat, I thought it was Wizard of Oz. Doesn't matter. No, no it was, I think they saw Star Wars, and then, like, uh, Shang-Chi had seen Wizard of Oz recently, and so he's, like, sitting and comparing the two, oh, which is big, like... Dude who's only ever seen Boss Baby vibes. Uh, And then they come home and they put together a puzzle while they eat pizza. And then at the end of it, he has this, like, breakdown conversation with Leiko where he's like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. Is this what... And it, it comes down to him basically asking her, is this what being a person in this society is like and she just can't answer him because to tell him yes would be to break him further and luckily they're saved by an asshole in uh blackjack tar 
the less that's said about him, the better. Um, calling and being like, I gotta drag you back into it. And he accepts because that's who he is. And it gets, and it's like this weird moment where he's accepting the job because it means that he doesn't have to think about the things that he was thinking about anymore. It's so fucking devastating. Like the, the book is so, so good in these moments. Overall, it's the kind of thing that it's very much when you're talking about Shang-Chi, and I think JR and I have discussed this at length, you have to be like, it's so fucking good. Giant, asterisk. Giant asterisk. Yeah, because because at the same time that you're getting all of this really interesting character development and all of this stuff about like how someone who has been raised to be nothing but a weapon can function in in just everyday life you then also turn around and it's just like dang Asians sure are exotic mysterious and pretty damn dangerous aren't they and you're just like nope don't want that <sighs> you can knock that shit right off and that's exactly it, and no but like if they just would eject all of that from the the stories that they're telling it would be it would be great which is yeah. why i'm so excited for like for the movie because all age or all are mostly asian creative team all are mostly asian create or cast and writing duo i'm like i i cannot wait to see what people who have this lived experience if they read the same comics that i did take that character to me that and then you know move him into the 21st century that's that's all extremely interesting to me i want to know what that looks like because i i think it's going to be really fucking cool hmm. yeah have i have i overstepped my bounds yet <laughs> no I, frankly I, I i think that's the best thing that can come out of uh reading this issue is to not be despaired and be like you know what fuck shang chi i'm not gonna watch it i reject it goodbye yeah no i i mean this is sort of a it's a what a, it's a it's an okay issue it's a, the story is fine the the fights are pretty good um the art's pretty good um with the exception of the coloring and uh i the the thing about the character is that i'm okay with the ending being like midway in what we've read because that that is the way that i actually want to see shang chi i want him to be this um i get what they're doing but it's still like from a what if standpoint it is i understand why it's a little disappointing yeah it, like, it is but you know i always feel that uh, if your what if is less interesting intriguing or exciting than we just gave them a rocket pack eh, do better <laughs> i love it that's honestly fair <laughs> yeah no I, i'm i'm down like it would it be more interesting if he had a rocket pack yes his kicks would be awesome 
Okay, then fuck. This, that book beats this one shit. His kicks would be awesome. Better mobility. Like, I, it's hard to see a downside to this. Also, you'd get, like, a really inter- really fun one-page montage of him trying to figure out how to use a rocket pack. And, you know, the thing about it is, the more time you spend explaining the rocket pack, explaining how he got the rocket pack, and more to the point what he's going to do with the rocket pack, the less time there is for Blackjack Tar to call him racial slurs, and for Fu Manchu to just be like evil and exotic and that's that's a that's a net win right i mean come on if you can say that that rocket pack is from the eternals it's a perfect marvel trifecta there you go cool so there we go we've improved uh (laughs) this issue that's that's really what this show needs to be about is like how can we make this better And it's like, okay, what if Shang-Chi had remained loyal to Fu Manchu? No. What if Shang-Chi had a rocket pack? Uh, Honest to God. So, I know podcasts shouldn't reference other podcasts, but Mabim Bam started a uh, a new thing that was, would a sign help? Like, when they're answering user questions, they just ask, if a sign would help the, the, the user. And, uh... I I think that we could do something similar. Is would a rocket pack improve this? That's if fair. Yes. If yes, well then you didn't do too hot. Yeah. Where, whereas you have issues where like okay, did uh, you brought Conan the Barbarian forward to the seventies? Rocket pack not gonna really change that much because you're already dealing with like disco and shit. Yeah. It's already, it's already a fish-out-of-water situation. Like, all you're going to add to that at that point is just Conan careening through <laughs> the story going, like, I don't know how to turn it off. Now, if we could do that as a, a Volume 2 issue where Rocket Pack gets sent back in time. <laughs> oh, that's fucking rad. Awesome. I was going to okay. say, it, it depends on whether or not... Uh, one of the waitresses at the disco gets the rocket pack so that she can successfully escape Conan. Oh, and it just it just veers off and becomes her story for like 22 solid pages. Oh, no, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I mean, we have to write a treatment for this now, right? Like, we have I to guess. pitch it to Marvel. Okay. God, yes. I mean, they've got the Conan license back. Anyway, Shang-Chi. It's, it's... I guess it's not a bad introduction to the character uh, with all that that entails. You get a condensed version of everything that happens to Shang-Chi in the course of several years. Uh, You know how much racism to expect going in. Uh, The only bad thing about it is they don't really communicate how fucking annoying Clive Reston is or how awesome Laco is. Yes. Um, oh yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Pretty much everything else is present. So. So yeah. Overall, I mean, it's it's fine. It's a disappointment. It's an okay issue of Shang Chi, not a great issue of What If. Right. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. All right. It's a middle. It, it, yeah, it's a middling issue. Shang-Chi with a 
Uh, and I, I, that's the thing is I have to take y'all's um, word for what is a good issue of what if because I am I'm the newbie. So Fair when enough. it comes to what if. So so basically what we've got here is Max, you're a newbie to what if. Mickey, you're a newbie to Shang-Chi, and I'm the only one who knows what the fuck's going on. Overall. I guess. Awesome. It's a good dynamic. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So really, I can tell you all whatever the fuck I want, and you just have to believe me. You get to be authority on half the things half the time. Shang-Chi gets two rocket packs. <laughs> <laughs> One for that, each fist. That is what happens. <laughs> Holy shit. How did you know that? All right. You know, well, some stories just have to go in one direction. <laughs> they're fated to. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, uh, next issue, we're looking at what if Ghost Rider, Spider-Woman, and Captain Marvel were villains? Uh, so join us for that. Or don't. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what the fuck to do. I am your dad, and I'm going to tell you what to do. Oh. Join us. Oh, no. I'm going right. to say intentionally ignore us and unsubscribe, just to be contrary. Oh, shit. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays <laughs> off for them. <laughs> All right, well, bye. 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 Bye.